Alright everybody, welcome back. In this episode we're taking Jeremiah chapter 29. And we're going to see letters to the captives here. And this is the first letter in the Bible. Um, <clears throat> we'll jump right into the first verse. Now these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem unto the residue of the elders which were carried away captives, and to the priests, and to the prophets, and to all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. And I think I find that fascinating that they were able to get letters to those that were in captivity in a, you know, a hostile nation at that point in time. Um, that's very revealing of the culture. So a group of letters to those who are captive in Babylon. And these people were the people that were taken captive in the first siege. So Jeremiah is sending letters from Jerusalem to these slaves. And these captives are not in chains in prison. They're in villages farming, and they're given instructions that they observe throughout the diaspora. And he's writing to these captives, the elders, priests, and the prophets, Ezekiel and Daniel, and to the people. Okay, verse 2. After that, Jeconiah the king and the queen and the eunuchs, the princes of Judah and Jerusalem, and the carpenters and the smiths were departed from Jerusalem. So here is a parenthetical addition that Jeconiah the king uh, with a blood curse, and Nehushta, the queen, is always mentioned with Jeconiah because he was only around 18. When Nebuchadnezzar conquered someone, he, kicked the, he picked the best, the brightest young men, like Daniel and his three friends, and he took the craftsmen and the artisans to beautify Babylon. All right, verse 3. By the hand of Elisa, the son of Shaphan, and Gemariah, the son of Hilkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent unto uh, Babylon to Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon saying okay so bear in mind there is an emissary going from Zedekiah the puppet king to Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon and with Zedekiah's permission Jeremiah is allowed to send some of these letters to the captives and Elisa the son of Shaphan is the brother of Hiakim and he agreed with Jeremiah, and he welcomed in Babylon, okay? And Gamaria is the son of Hilkiah, is probably Josiah's high priest in Second Kings 22. All right, verses 4 through 6. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that is carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem into Babylon, build you houses and dwell in them and plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Take you wives, and beget sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons, and give your daughters to husbands, that they may bear sons and daughters, that you may be increased there and not diminished. Basically what God is saying, settle in. You're going to be there for a couple of generations. And this is exactly the kind of posture that the Jews took after the dispersion by the Romans. In 70 AD, when Titus Vespasian and the four legions leveled Jerusalem and dispersed the Jews throughout the world, and for 1,900 years they wandered homeless, during that period of time they did exactly this. Wherever they found themselves, they built homes, they dwelt in them, they planted gardens, they ate from them, they took wives. And there's no uh, indication that they are to take pagan wives. Deuteronomy has not been repealed. But they populate and have families. And, you know, centuries of dispersion, they follow the same pattern. Verse 7. And seek the peace of the city, whether I have caused you to be carried away captives, and pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof you shall have peace. Right? So pray for your captors. And you can look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 43. The only place that you can find it where they're able to pray for peace of the city in which they are captives. 
and that's exactly what they do and in Ezra Cyrus the Persian asked them to pray for him in Ezra chapter 6 verse 10 so we're supposed to forgive our offenders and learn from the offense in 1 Peter chapter 2 and 1 Timothy chapter 2 all right verses uh, 8 through 13 for thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you, neither hearken to your dreams which you cause to be dreamed. For they prophesy falsely unto you in my name, and I have not sent them, says the Lord. For thus says the Lord, that after seventy years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you in causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you, and you shall find me, and find me, and when you shall search for me with all your heart. Right? So after the 70 years, an opening into Daniel chapter 9, verse 2 Daniel was reading this, knowing that the 70 years were about to be accomplished. And he begins to pray. And of course, Gabriel interrupts and gives Daniel that mathematical prophecy that predicts the very day that Jesus Christ presents himself as king that we celebrate as Palm Sunday. So 1,000, or excuse me, 173,880 days in advance, God calls his shot, you know. 173,880 days in advance. All right, there we go. Stepping on my words here. But pretty accurate, because he gets it down to the day, exactly. All right, verse 14. And I will be found of you, says the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations, and from all the places whether I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you again into the place whence I caused you to be carried away captive. Uh, not the return from Babylon, the Lord says through Jeremiah, and I will be found of you, says the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations. He specifically says here from all the nations, not just Babylon, plural. Uh, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 11. So the second regathering started in May 14, 1948. And so the climax for God's entire plan for man is currently being set up. Okay, verses 15 through 17. Because you've said the Lord has raised us up as prophets in Babylon, know that thus says the Lord of the king that sits upon the throne of David and of all the people that dwells in this city and of your brethren that are not gone forth with you into captivity. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will send upon them the sword, the famine, the pestilence, and will make them like vile figs that cannot be eaten. They are so evil. All right, you have the duet of fig trees. All right, verse 18 19. And I will persecute them with a sword, with famine, with pestilence, and will deliver them to be removed to all the kingdoms of the earth, to be a curse and an astonishment and a hissing and a reproach among all the nations, whither I have driven them. Because they have not hearkened to my word, says the Lord, which I sent unto them by my servants, the prophets, rising up early and sending them, but you would not hear, says the Lord. So the Lord here is the author of the exile. Okay, verse 20. Hear ye therefore the word of the Lord, all ye that are in captivity, whom I have sent from Jerusalem to Babylon. Alright, now we're going to see Ahab and Zedekiah, false prophets. Verse 21. 
Thus says the Lord of hosts, God of Israel, of Ahab, the son of Kaliah, and Zedekiah, the son of Messiah, which prophesy a lie unto you in my name. Behold, I will deliver them into the land of uh, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he shall slay them before your eyes. Right, so God's going to make them a reproach to all nations of the earth, not just Babylon. Don't get these two names confused. They're not Ahab from the northern kingdom, and this is not Zedekiah the king. They are two false prophets mentioned by name. Verse 22, And of them shall be taken up a curse by all the captivity of Judah, which are in Babylon, saying, The Lord make thee like Zedekiah and like Ahab, whom the king of Babylon roasted in the fire. So Nebuchadnezzar had a thing about roasting with fire. You can see Daniel chapter 3 with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego as a type here. Nebuchadnezzar is a type of Antichrist, and the three Jews has Israel going through the tribulation. Fire is an Old Testament idiom for the tribulation, right? And there's another play on words here. Ahab, the son of Kaliah, because Kaliah as a noun means curse, and as a verb it means to burn or roast, right? So there's another play on words. Verse 23 and 24. Because they've committed villainy in Israel and have committed adultery with their neighbors' wives and have spoken lying words in my name, which I have not commanded them, even I know and am a witness, says the Lord. Thus thou shalt also speak to Shemaiah the Nehilamite, saying... So Nehilamite sounds like a geographical place, but it also means the dreamer. Okay, so let's talk about Zephaniah, verse 25. Thus speaks the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, saying, Because you have sent letters in my name unto all the people that are in Jerusalem, and to Zephaniah, the son of Mahiah, the priest, and to all the priests, saying. So this Zephaniah is like a sergeant of arms. He was like a chief warden in charge of the police regulations of the temple. Okay, verse 26 through 29. The Lord has made the priest in the stead of Jehida the priest, and you should be officers in the house of the Lord for every man that is mad and makes himself a prophet, and thou should put him in prison and in the stocks. Now, therefore, why hast thou not reproved Jeremiah of Anathoth, which makes himself a prophet to you? For therefore he sent unto us in Babylon, saying, This captivity is long, but you houses and dwell in them, and plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. And Zephaniah the priest read this letter in the ears of Jeremiah the prophet. Right, And this is a letter of reproach from this character. Verse 30 to 32. Then came the word of the Lord unto Jeremiah, saying, Send to all them of the captivity, saying, Thus says the Lord concerning Shemaiah the Nehilamite, because the Shemaiah has prophesied unto you, and I sent him not, and he caused you to trust in a lie. Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, I will punish Shemaiah the Nehilamite and his seed. He shall not have a man to dwell among this people, neither shall he behold the good that I will do for my people, says the Lord, because he has taught rebellion against the Lord. All right, and that is chapter 29. Thank you for joining me.